Welcome to this episode of the Kendra Maya podcast. My name is Kendra Maya and I am a yogi practicing at the 17,000 year old ancient school of Himalayan yoga called Trilok Akhara. My teacher is Guru Pashupati. So in today's episode we are going to talk about the role of boundaries in different aspects of life so in the next episode we will also look at boundaries in more depth but today we are looking at boundaries from its application to different fields and its role in different fields of one's life such as in our relationships or at the workplace and you know in different types of relationship uh, like in with your families of friends or with your partner all right so boundaries and what they are defined as is something quite different for different people in the perspective of yoga yog each individual on this planet has a role of their own to play like each cell of the body also does so the skin cells have a role to play and the stomach cells have another role to play and each cell has a boundary so from the perspective of yoga a boundary is the limit crossing which one is unable to do one's you know purpose or one's desire in a way that is meant for that individual and this simply translates in everyday life as something that just you know offends an individual so if something if some kind of behavior or f- feedback that one is getting from someone else is just offensive in the sense that it is um, well it's not really offensive it's just when you hear that when you hear when you see that behavior when they speak to you that way or when they tell you those things then you feel like you're being violated the person who feels violated is the one whose boundary has been crossed and this makes them perform much less optimally than they would in that system if the boundary was maintained so it's also a matter of system the system in which you exist so you know, the system could be a family or it could be the workplace or it could be a collective or a tribe and 
the boundaries that the individuals within this system have with each other are built so that each individual can perform optimally, which is of course putting it pretty um, <laughs> in a kind of um, strict way, uh, but if one doesn't look at it from a performance point of view, but more from an emotional point of view, it is also something which a boundary enables an individual to be at a higher emotion instead of being violated and in pain or in fear. Of course, we know that in yoga, pain and fear are necessary for growth, which is why one shouldn't just end a relationship because something is painful or, um, uh, you know, because we find it scary. In fact, if that is what is happening, that means you are being put into a situation of discomfort and that's probably challenging you to build new skills. So in that sense, it's a great opportunity to build a new skill and ameliorate your differences with that individual by building a new skill. And this um, I would explain with an example because I'm, I can feel that it sounds pretty abstract at the moment. So if one is, um, you know, in a relationship with, you know, in a family unit or a family system, certain, sometimes parents, you know, in India especially parents sometimes feel pretty entitled to the space of their children or the decisions or the choices that the children make. They feel entitled that they are the ones who should make the choices for them because they gave birth to them or you know because they have been supporting them financially or whatever reason that parents can think of and um, so they don't even teach their children how to make these boundaries and so you know the child is doesn't know it and then they go out there in the world and their boundaries keep getting violated and that's when people convert uh, their pain that they experience because of that violation into a negative emotion like fear or anxiety or stress or just um, um, disgust also or guilt. So they convert it into or anger, yeah, anger is a, or sadness or suffering. So they convert, instead of confronting their pain, one converts it into a negative emotion and of course that is the reason why one should make boundaries so that it doesn't get converted into a negative emotion because once that happens, it is the end of that relationship. So let me go track back a little bit. So in the example, the family in the family unit, parent feels that they are entitled to some choices that they have to study medical or engineering. <laughs> this is pretty common in India that a child must choose, I mean it doesn't happen in every single house of course, but it's quite a common kind of a running gag that a 
child must choose a medical uh, degree education or an engineering degree or education. And this is some sort of entitlement that the parents feel that is a prestigious choice that their children need to make either of either one of these. And in this case, the child whose boundary is being violated and who does not know anything about boundaries or how to communicate them and how to keep them uh, converts his or her pain of not being able to do what they want in life into uh, I do not know just feeling disconnected like it converts it they convert it into some kind of disconnect and or even guilt they feel guilt that is another negative emotion that they convert their pain into because they feel guilty that okay if I do something else then what my parents think I need to do because they gave birth to me then I am doing something wrong and as my guru says guilt is nothing but anger directed towards oneself which is quite profound uh, but yeah anger is another negative emotion which so what happens when uh, the boundary has not been set and it has been violated and thus pe two people who now in this case the parent and the child are getting into a negative emotion because of this what happens is if the issue is not addressed the relationship ends in all its goodness all the goodness of that relationship goes away and it turns into something really complicated and even unforgiving you know the, peop the two parties involved can be quite unforgiving with each other because the truth of the matter is that the parent is not giving the child the space to communicate their choices and the child does not have any idea how to communicate these choices they have no skills even to know what they want let alone to communicate the limits that other people can cross or cannot cross that is an additional skill set in the communication um, yeah the sort of assortment of different communication skills this is one of them how to communicate boundaries and keep them so but in this case it would be useful to agree again with the parent about what is the wishes of the child and what ca they can or cannot do or what they like to do or they don't like to do and if they're able to come to a new agreement then the relationship can continue in a, with with its goodness intact otherwise it tends to fall apart because although all of us some of us <laughs> would like to say that you know i agree to disagree as my guru says also that this is not really working out two people who say i agree or disagree will at some other point drive themselves into another argument and another discussion where they don't agree with each other and if just people if they cannot be on the same page about an important issue then how can they see eye to eye you know 
So, boundaries are made or should be made also to have an agreement about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And this can be then taught also the child or the any people involved in the relationship can learn the skills of and practice these skills by trying it out with someone who is not going to emotionally obliterate them, <laughs> but it is also not a yes man or yes woman, but that they are having some kind of friction with. So, you can start practicing it there. And boundaries actually very interestingly are also a matter of one's um, expertise, right. So, I started this podcast talking about purpose. So, yoga looks at a cell, a stomach cell has the purpose and has the expertise of tolerating extremely acidic environments and digesting food, whereas a skin cell cannot do that. So, based on the expertise of an you know skin cell can protect uh, the body from external pressure and temperature and whatever else happens and a stomach cell can does not have that capacity. So, in that sense if a stomach cell does the job of a skin cell, it is crossing a boundary and it is going to really fail at what it is trying to do. So, this is this is a rare definition or a rare way to look at boundaries that I have not come across in any other uh, podcast or book that I have come across. And in yoga we, in yoga we look at an individual's potential also and what they are, what their capacities and skills are which of course can grow, but based on their current set of capacities and experience it is possible to determine their limitations and their you know their boundary. And so, two people who or two cells who have different areas of expertise would stick to their areas of expertise and not tell the other person how to do something in the area that they have no knowledge of. So, that is another type of boundary, you know. A patient should not start telling the doctor what to do with medical science and similarly the doctor cannot tell the patient how the patient experiences the disease, like that, that experience is the patient's experience of the disease, the doctor has no right to change that, they have to receive it as it is from the patient, so that they can make the best kind of diagnosis, not the best sorry, the accurate diagnosis to um, heal the patient, to best treat the patient. So, that is another way of looking at boundaries in the sense of uh, areas of expertise and so, we have looked at from the beginning we have looked at boundaries and purpose 
and then we also looked at boundaries and disagreements between people and now boundaries and feeling um, uh, yeah based on expertise now in terms of how boundaries are valuable in a let's say in a marriage I would like to share with you a beautiful poem that was written by the Lebanese poet Khalil Gibran and it uh, goes like this it's called on marriage then Almitra spoke again and said and what of marriage master and he answered saying you were born together and together you shall be forevermore you shall be together when the white wings of death scatter your days I you shall be together even in the silent memory of God but let there be spaces in your togetherness and let the winds of the heavens dance between you love one another but make not a bond of love let it rather be a moving scene between the shores of your souls fill each other's cup but drink not from one cup give one another of your bread but eat not from the same loaf sing and dance together and be joyous but let each one of you be alone even as the strings of a lute are alone though they quiver with the same music give your hearts but not into each other's keeping for only the hand of life can contain your hearts and stand together yet not too near together for the pillars of the temple stand apart and the oak tree and the cypress grow not in each other's shadow so that's a beautiful rendition a beautiful poem by the Lebanese man Khalil Gibran on marriage that really beautifully and uh, explicitly talks about the boundaries that an individual should maintain as an individual in a marriage each person has their role to play and these need not be defined based on any kind of traditional roles I mean they need they, they basically can be defined based on whatever the people in the relationship see fit but there need to be some kind of boundaries perhaps based on experience or expertise of each individual in that relationship perhaps one is good at something and the other is good at something else and this it makes sense to maintain otherwise one becomes joint at the hip and like a bunch of 
I don't know, people who are joint at the hip and are not really able to do much else and have a life, an individual life of their own, which can be quite suffocating. So that's another really great reason to have a boundary and this poem encapsulates how it can be actually quite an abundant relationship when that happens. Then this can also be applied to friendships where the two people have um, experience in certain domains and they share their knowledge and you know have a great time together but not getting drugged <laughs> or addicted to substances because that's not a great time together. But if they are co-creating something or if they are doing something together then it's a good idea for each to contribute based on their domain expertise and create value together in that context and not get into each other's. So one person who's, who has exper experience in, I don't know, digital marketing shouldn't teach should teach digital marketing in that context if it's you know it can be discussed and useful for something and the other person who has experience in I don't know maybe uh, uh, video video editing let's say then it's the video editing that they will contribute not to give not teach the other person how to do digital marketing. So they basically stick to their own. And that's a way in which friendships can be a mutual exchange of value, but also creation of new value that can be shared with the rest of the world. And this is how all relationships should ideally be. You know, not uh, not about getting together and having a, having a go at different kinds of drugs and substances, mm. which is what a lot of times friendships are these days. Getting together for a drink and getting together. I'm not, I'm not against this, but it's important to remember that it shouldn't be the sole purpose of that friendship, right? That's at least how we not, do not, at least in yoga, it's not perceived to be an ideal friendship. Alright, then we have at the workplace. I think this is a big one and uh, I'll probably dedicating an entire episode to this in the future. But for now, I'll just get into it briefly. So boundaries at the workplace are extremely, extremely essential as some of you may have already experienced because if one ends up over committing to tasks then one ends up basically burnt out and you know unable to serve other people at the, at the organization or serve oneself or help any of your friends or family with anything. Basically, you're completely, you become completely a useless entity by <laughs> not making boundaries at work at all, right? So, 
at work at the workplace it is essential to um, you know for example communicate that you have this, these many tasks already for this much time and if they want you to do something else then they need to discuss with you uh, how the priorities need to be switched or shifted or changed based on the new tasks because time of course is you know if it just takes longer it's not like the world is ending if you don't finish it in three days it just will take maybe a week or two weeks and it's a matter of whatever is the more urgent and important task and if everything is more urgent and more important then well they need to hire another person to share your workload and these things can be communicated in a way that does not offend one's uh, manager and that's something we will discuss uh, in that episode that I will make solely on this but it's possible and definitely a valuable communication skill set all right now finally for all of these different cases where one needs boundaries I'll get into a court how in the perspective of yoga how would one communicate these boundaries in a, in a in a way that does not make things worse but at the end of the day you cannot control that right? you're only responsible for your own actions you know the actions of other people so you can try and you know with all good faith communicate your boundaries in a in a good way and in the end if they react badly then that's something that needs to be dealt with by having the appropriate behavior for yourself that maintains your own emotional harmony and does not disrupt that which which is something that needs training usually so at the point when one has ended up offending somebody or let's say let's look at when one's boundaries are violated then it is simply possible to go and tell the person that you know please don't speak to me in this way and uh, these kind of topics do not work for me I don't want to talk about them because they hurt me in these ways or I just I just tell them that you don't want to talk about it and then hopefully the other person asks you okay if they ask you okay so how can I you know talk about them in a better way if they ask you so they also have to be willing to receive feedback from you and then you should be willing to give them feedback the ones whose boundary got violated and then it's possible to come to an agreement about but before before coming to an agreement it's important that the person who violated the boundary his or her point of view is also shared so why did they do that I mean it's not necessary that they are simply violent <laughs> cavemen from the <laughs> ancient times without any uh, any kind of it's probably not that it's probably something else that they probably had a good intention but they ended up not communicating it in a proper way so of course it's it's not done but it 
they still you know you know they have their own perspective on why this happened and so both parties need to be able to listen to each other's perspectives and come to an agreement about how to approach this differently in the future and this may involve redefining why one should be in that relationship at all and of course if the agreement is not arrived at then the relationship has essentially ended both people do not want to see each other's perspective the relationship has ended if the two people never made boundaries with each other then also the relationship has ended or didn't even begin basically it was just both of them violating each other always from the beginning and eventually somebody realized it right so most people will not go and make boundaries with any people in their life because they're afraid of being rejected but it's possible to but instead of feeling rejected even before anything happens which would because rejection feeling rejected is also a negative emotion and having that emotion in the relationship complicates things and introduces disagreements below the surface which if not addressed can fester and expand and grow and make everything more disastrous in the future so yeah that's uh, the perspective of yoga on boundaries and how and why they need to be communicated and what they are and i have juxtapositioned these this perspective of yoga about boundaries onto topics related to romantic relationships familial relationships or the workplace environment yeah so i hope that uh, made sense and if any of the people listening got value from this then please you know i'll be putting a poll poll at the end of this uh, like there's a button on spotify where i can just do that so if you're listening on spotify then please vote whether you got value from this episode and so i know you know what kind of topics are getting more interest that helps me create better content so for you guys so please do vote and of course um thank you so much for listening and thank you for your interest in himalayan yoga this is the end of this episode on boundaries if you enjoyed this episode then a free way of supporting us is by rating us on spotify and apple podcast apps also we want to keep this channel ad free and sponsor free at least at the moment so we do encourage you to support us if you can or if you would like via cryptocurrency bitcoins we have a receiving platform on albi called the km podcast at albi.com and of course if you want to become a patron which is a great opportunity to start to learn meditation consistently for at least 10 minutes like for a maximum of 10 minutes if you wish but also a minimum of 10 minutes a day 
uh, for a month at just 7.5 euros then you're welcome to become a patron and sign up on www.patreon which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash the Kendramaya podcast it shall be the link shall be in the description of this episode all right Oh.